0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English-language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, February the 18th, 2024. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The government at its weekly meeting unanimously approved a declarative resolution submitted by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu opposing unilateral recognition of a Palestinian state and rejected what were termed international dictates regarding a permanent arrangement with the Palestinians. A Khan reporter says the prime minister's submission of the declaration was a last-minute addition to the cabinet meeting agenda. It followed a Washington Post report that the United States and Arab partners were planning to publish a proposal placing a firm timeline on the creation of a Palestinian state, prompting an angry response from hardliners in the Israeli government and a demand from finance minister Bezalel Smotrich for a statement rejecting Palestinian statehood. Prime Minister Netanyahu is expected to convene consultations today on the upcoming Muslim Holy Month of Ramadan and preparations. A Khan reporter says the meeting will address, among other things, restrictions on entry by Muslim worshippers to the Temple Mount, this against the backdrop of the ongoing war and security tensions in Judea and Samaria. The hostilities in the north. Israel air defenses intercepted a suspicious target over Lebanese territory near the western Galilee. The IDF said it carried out strikes on Hezbollah terror infrastructure in the area of Yarun in south Lebanon. The army said fighter aircraft attacked terror infrastructure. IDF artillery also removed a threat in the area of Alma Ashab and in the area of Adahira. A French diplomatic source in an interview with the pro-Saudi paper Ashark al awsat warned that the situation in Lebanon has become very dangerous and added that every day that passes increases the chance of all-out war. On day 135 of the Israel-Hamas war, IDF forces continue to operate in the Gaza Strip. In the southern part of the enclave, at the Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunis and surrounding area, Israeli forces killed dozens of terrorists and uncovered large quantities of arms, this alongside ongoing efforts to locate bodies of captives in the medical facility. In the central Gaza Strip, IDF forces killed more than 10 terrorists. The IDF Arabic language spokesperson has announced there will be a tactical pause of military activity for several hours in the Gaza Strip each day in a different part of the enclave for humanitarian purposes. Meanwhile, the Tsav 9 movement, which opposes the transfer of any humanitarian aid to the Gaza Strip before the last hostage returns home, this morning blocked trucks at the Nizana crossing from entering the enclave. The impasse in efforts to draft a new hostage release deal. The prime minister of Qatar, which is one of the mediators between the sides, says there has been no significant progress in talks in recent days and time is not in our favor. In remarks at the Munich Security Summit this weekend, he said Ramadan is ahead and there are concerns over a possible Israeli military operation in Rafah. A senior Hamas official, Mahmoud Mordawi, has called for suspending the contacts on a hostage release deal because of what he called the siege and methodical starvation Israel is carrying out in the Gaza Strip. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said at a news conference last night that only when Hamas drops its delusional demands, in his words, will it be possible to move forward. Meirav Svirsky, whose brother Itai was abducted from Kibbutz Be'eri and murdered by Hamas, says she fears for the lives of the remaining captives and accused the Israeli government of playing politics at the hostages' expense. She told Khan it is beginning to feel like considerations are narrow and small, driven by mandate calculations and what the political base will think. 134 hostages are held by Hamas in the Gaza Strip some alive and some dead. Thousands of people attended a rally in Tel Aviv last night demanding the release of the hostages. In other news, the condition of a 16-year-old boy wounded in Friday's shooting attack at a bus station at Ram Junction remains very serious and life-endangering. Two Israelis were killed and four others were wounded in the attack. The name of one of the Israelis was released last night, Reserve Sergeant first-class Ori Yayish age 27, of Modi'in. The other Israeli murdered in the attack was named as Yishai Gartner, age 23, of Modi'in elite. An off-duty armed IDF reservist shot and killed the attacker at the scene. IDF forces have been operating in the area of Tul Karam. A wanted Palestinian was arrested. The weather outlook, unseasonably cold with intermittent rain from the north to the northern Negev, accompanied by isolated thunderstorms, flood warnings in streams of the Judean Desert and Dead Sea region. Rains will pick up tonight with possible flooding along the coast. Tomorrow the same, with rains tapering off toward the afternoon. Tuesday will be warmer with a chance of drizzle in the north and center. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 11, Tel Aviv and Beersheba 16, Haifa 14, and in Elat going up to 23 degrees Celsius.